I'm Kay Janes, and this is the podcast where we talk about your adult child and how to raise them so you don't have to raise your grandkids. Check us out at allgrownup.com or on Instagram at youradultchild. All right, good morning, everyone, and welcome to our podcast, Your Adult Child, How to Raise Your Kids So You Don't Have to Raise Your Grandkids. It's so good to be back this week. Um, we were so happy to have John with us last week. He's with us every week, but we had a chance to hear from him, but we have Shauna Watson back. After spending the morning, both of us actually were shoveling snow two days in a row. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we're glad you made it. I'm glad that you got here. Um, the topic today is one that There's a lot of feelings around. There's been a ton of research on, and it impacts every single person that we interact with on a daily basis. And yet it might be our shortest podcast. So (laughs) We'll see. Yeah. um, (laughs) Today's podcast is, what do I do with my child's addiction to a screen? Whether it's a phone, video game, TV, whatever it may be. So, Sean, I ask you what I'd like you to do as a mom who has adult children. So you've gone through all the phases of little to medium-sized to big when it comes to screen time. What kind of feelings have you experienced trying to address this oh, over man. the over the years? It that sounds is... like they're even pretty raw right now. So, <laughs> Well, I think anybody who has even adult adult children mm-hmm. can see the effects or even in our own lives. But I don't know of a topic that is more that moms will talk about with just like, oh, what do we do? I need ideas. There's a lot of despair around it because you feel I would say it's the topic, I think, uh, for moms, because I talk to moms mostly, that um, it's the most powerlessness, I feel like, is that feeling around social media, around screen time, Mm -hmm. which is really... Yeah, that's kind of a big deal, isn't it? Yeah. Powerlessness. Because you feel like you're going up this against this huge monster, and no matter what you do, it doesn't seem to make a difference. It's not totally true, but that's just a lot of what it feels, how, like. What it feels like. No, I, yeah, I, my, my oldest is only 14, and my 12-year-old just behind her, they both have phones. And so we've started this process. And the one that actually scares me the most is my 6-year-old. Um, but she steals my wife's phone all the time, and... If she, if she wants a picture of everything. Mm. She's really worried how she looks in the pictures. So my other two have been pretty chill, but yeah, I've started to feel some of this too. Well, like I said, there's been a ton of research on this. They've seen how much damage, and, and we don't have to get too deep into the damage because most parents can just see it and feel it within their own families. And sometimes we hear those horror stories, you know, of kids who get eating disorders or even take their own lives because of their experience online and how much it negatively impacts them. Um, what This is one of those things where the any anything we share today is going to not be a what, it's going to be more of a why, and it's going to be more principle-based. Okay, so just right up front, um, a couple thoughts that, that what we do here is, I think, one of the things that will help a lot with phones. So we have mentors here that work with the kids. And I've learned a new definition of the word mentor. Mentor means m- movement with. I like that. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So if I'm really mentoring someone, I am with them and we are moving. Huh. We are doing something. And we said this on an earlier podcast, but it needs to be repeated. Um the power of what we say decreases as our kid gets kids get older. And what we do 
ourselves, the power of that increases. But for some reason, I've noticed parents will do the opposite. They'll talk more and not necessarily do more when it comes to the changes they want in their kids. So the hard thing with phones is they're everywhere all the time. Right? We were talking about this in classroom settings and things like that. They're everywhere. They're in church. They're in class. They're, they're everywhere. And I was an administrator at a school, and you want to you wanna lose a fight? Try to take a kid's phone. Because <laughs> what I learned is even that mom who hates how much her kid is on the phone, she becomes the biggest mama bear if you take her kid's phone because of lots of reasons, but they'll get nasty. So that's kind of an interesting, maybe sometime we'll spend some time on that. But So you can't take away phones and you can't take away, take away screens. They're not going anywhere. So the only thing you really can do is twofold. Number one is be a mentor. So if you don't want your kids on their phones and you don't want your kids in front of screens, you need to be with them in movement. Now, just giving them stuff to do, you've seen that doesn't change a kid's phone's habits. They'll just do their time, <laughs> right? Do the chore, do the whatever, and then they'll just go right back to the phone. The thing we have to remember, and this is kind of a scary answer, but we have to be realistic about what role the screens are now playing in the lives of our kids, right? There's a lot of answers to that. What are some of the roles you've seen that the screens are now playing in the lives of not only our kids, but even in our lives as well? Well, I think we all know, like, I mean, it could be anything from a babysitter to our comfort to that's where we turn for, it's just the default. This is what I'm going to turn to if my brain even has a second. It's like, I don't think our brain even gets a second. It's already being pulled no, that's so, to the phone. So you hit it. Any, the phone has become a mm, fake way to get out of discomfort. And I say fake because it just creates more discomfort for us when we jump into it. And we know that. And all of us have sat down in front of our phones and then two hours later went, wait, what am I doing? <laughs> right. And then we feel the guilt, some shame. We realize we didn't get things done. We feel gross. Our kids feel that too, but, but they have pains and discomforts and their understanding of the role of discomfort is less than ours. And so they don't feel some of the same shame and guilt as intensely as we do. So they're not getting all the, some of the negative internal things that we get as adults. And you're right, they do see it as a safety valve, as a way to get away, as lots of things, right? But the biggest one is I'm uncomfortable. I have this drug I can go to, and it is a drug. We've seen your, the way the brain responds to this, um, the things that are released in our brains when we look at phones and we look at certain things. It's it's on the same level as a drug. So we do really have a lot of, of addicts walking around that have this thing. It's just like somebody in the hospital has pain. If they have, you know, if someone has the ability to push the morphine button. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Every time they feel pain. You know, there's very few people that don't push the button because we don't want to be in pain, and that's what our phones become. So we have to be really realistic about it. That, I say be realistic about it because some of this, if you throw these, like, little things at an, an somebody who's in addiction, it doesn't it doesn't change them. It doesn't help. Threats don't work. You know, what are some other things you've seen that just don't work? Oh, everything. <laughs> I mean, because when my, my oldest went into middle school, that was like the first of the iPhone. Yeah. Right? So I've watched this progression. Yeah. Of, and we had no idea what we were doing. All the yeah. parents were like, oh, 
here's and I even waited longer than most parents you know mm. I think one of mine were some of the, the last for sure um, even then they got a flip phone you yeah. know and so yeah. my kids were even on the on the, I delayed it as long as possible my older two but we had no idea and then we've just watched this progress same thing didn't totally understand what Snapchat really did we mm. don't really understand like all of the things as, as we move forward um, but I think my one of my biggest concerns with social media for myself as well, but watching kids because they're it's more so because their brains are still developing. Yeah. But is the inability to be present. So sometimes if you that helps me when I remember, OK, what is my because we worry about porn. Mm -hmm. We worry about the addiction. We worry about violence. We worry about online bullying or whatever all the things are that are out there. But really, when I think, OK. I, they are literally training their brain not how to pay attention. You know, in France, they've outlawed phones in schools, and I am all for freedoms. I am a, I am a, you're 100% doing that one. Very away. much. Yeah. Like, I, but that is one I think is equivalent to like we're handing our kids cocaine or we're handing yep. our kids and they're sitting in school all day, ding, 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 Shooting ding. Shooting up. They cannot pay attention. And so that's just, we don't know what the effects of that will be. We do know some already. But long term, just how can I help my family have some time that's present? Obviously, I mean, this is a this is something I had been all over the board. OK, nope, nobody's going to have social media. All right. They're, they need to learn how to manage themselves because that's like telling your kids they can't have an ounce of sugar. And then we've seen the kids that then they leave yeah. the house and then they are just like, oh, my gosh, I have to have yeah. sugar. So you want them to learn to manage it. But I think um, being able to start to look for ways, how can I keep some spaces at least that my family can be present. So maybe yeah. that's a certain day of the week, or maybe that's during meals. Phones aren't even allowed. Like you, there's lots of ideas. So there's a principle we need to point out, create space. As long as you have influence over their physical space, create some space where they can take a break. Mm -hmm. Right. Whatever that looks like. And you'll, you'll know your schedule. There's a million, there's do, so many right? ideas and think of the geography in your yeah. home. We just think phones can go anywhere and everywhere. And it's become like this, right. And the kids get ugly and nasty about it. Like I was yeah. having a conversation with one of my friends this last week about it as well. And I had to remind her and I've had to remind myself with this, but you have a stewardship in your home or yeah. cause they come with you with this. I'm the only kid and I'm, 17 i'm 18 i'm whatever it's like this right and then you think wait 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 okay who pays for the phone yeah what do i know and what what can i um because they almost push you to do things that you don't feel good about as a parent mm -hmm. but i'm gonna have to answer to god or i'm gonna have to answer and feel good about what i've let you do within my home within these so having a little bit of like oh that's right shaking off the the fog from the eyeballs and kind of it, getting your feet more steady and like yeah. what is okay and what is not okay and drawing some firm boundaries there. Well, that's, and that's, I only, you know, this, as I was preparing for this, I only could think of two things that actually work that you have to accept. They're not going to work a hundred percent, but they will plant seeds. And you, you yeah. just said one of them is boundaries of, you have the ability to create boundaries around this. You really do. So you get to decide what those look like. So you have to have boundaries and then the second, this well, there might be three, I guess, how we break this down. The second one is what I said at the beginning. If you don't want your kids to do something, then you need to move with them. You know, do do things with them. Because the pain and hurt, whatever they're running away from, the only thing that I've seen that overrides that is really healthy together time with your parent. Like, if you feel real love and connection, that's the only thing. I've noticed even with my little kids, 
they'll turn the show off if I'm going to wrestle with them. Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Like, they'll they'll put their phone up if we take them to dinner. They'll There's things that if they're doing it with us, they, that is the only thing I've seen that is strong enough for a kid to set aside the screen, is that together time with a loving parent and having real authentic connection. Now, if you're if it's been a while since that's happened with your kid, it doesn't mean it won't work, and it and it also doesn't mean that it's going to work instantly the one time you do it. It's got to be something that's more consistent. The third thing is kind of attached to the second thing is if you have an unhealthy relationship with screen time, I don't care what you say or do, you're not going to have any impact on your kids decisions around it. Well, you're not going to have any good impact on your kid's decision around their screen time. This well, you'll cannot, have an impact. You'll just show yeah. that screens are your... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, you won't have a good impact. Like, you'll have an impact. That's This cannot be a do-what-I-say, don't-do-what-I-do thing, right? Because the reality is, if you have problems with screen time in your own house, I guarantee your kids do. Well, a lot of the times, it's we're doing, quote-unquote, what we think are good things. Yeah. Maybe it's texting clients. Maybe it's in a yeah. church setting. Maybe it's in your busy... like. But you're still not present. It doesn't matter how important your work is. Your kid thinks their social life's more important. So you can't tell them this is important and theirs isn't. Because <laughs> in their head, what they're doing and how it's going on there is way more important. So just parents out there, again, like we said, this wasn't... Because, again, this is such a topic that you can get... We can spend hours talking about what we've experienced, what we've tried to do. But So for today, just in summary, those principles of... Um, Set a good example. Make sure that you have a healthy relationship with your screen time, which will include something you brought up that needs to be brought up with your kids, healthy boundaries, create physical spaces or times where it's just not allowed in there. And then movement, be a mentor, like spend time with your kids moving, whatever that looks like, whatever that needs to be. I, I actually I actually know from the work we do here, that's the number one thing to get a kid away from unhealthy consumptions is movement with them. That's There's nothing that's more effective than that. And be realistic about this. You can't spend all day with your kid. You're not going to come up with five activities a night. But if they at least taste that and know that and have that connection, they'll have a framework to choose. Because the reality is, especially as your kids get older, they're going to do whatever they want around this. And if you take away their phone because you're paying for it, that's one of the times they'll go get a job. Or I've seen this. They'll find any means necessary to get access to a screen if they're addicted to it. No different than a drug addict will do whatever it takes to get access to a, a drug. So you have to just know that and be aware of that. If you have, this is one of those things too. If you have specific questions or things in your life that you'd love us to address or us to look at, please reach out. And and we're at a point right now, we're still, there's still enough time where we've had some people reach out and we'll actually call you back personally and spend a little bit of time with you. So I've been able to do that with a few parents that have called from all over the country. And so feel free to do that. Our, our phone number here is 435-868-8391. And our email is admissions at irongatetherapy.com. And obviously you can check us out on the web at irongatetherapy.com. We know with this one, it is the gigantic behemoth in the room. And we also know it's not going away. So this is one of those that I think faith is as much required with this topic and good example and hope is anything that we do. And the only way you fail, like we always say, is if you don't do anything or you don't try and change. So good luck as you spend mentor time with your kids, movement with your kids um, as much as you can that's healthy and continue to be a good example. And this is one thing I will say. 
there is a point where you hear these horror stories of kids that do these horrible things and, and sometimes you never know, and those are going to continue to happen. But there's also a reality that there's, there are kids I know, young adults who they spent their middle school and teenage years with Snapchat, with all the, with all the different apps. And by the time they hit their early, you know, their mid to late twenties, they're tired of it. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, there are kids who spend a lot of time with it, who just get finally sick of it and they're tired of it and they're, and they're willing to adjust. They're willing to step away from it. They've gone through the full cycle of crap and they've seen how the relationships don't pan out or they, it doesn't help. And they don't all end up doing horrible things to themselves just because they have it. So don't let fear dictate your decisions around this, have hope and faith and and move forward confidently. So any final thoughts from you on it? I just think the last thing would be if we know connection is the antidote, social media is so powerful because it's a false sense of yeah. connection. And it's so, consumption posing as connection for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, thanks so much. It's good to have you back. And uh, until next time, keep going and we'll see you then. Yeah.